Claire, get those doors back online. Lieutenant Ward hunches over his workstation, literally banging his fist on the keyboard in frustration. The security protocols are all screwed up. He can't get any sort of a management interface at all. As expected, the Lashunta engineer's answer is the same as it's been for the last 36 hours. No good, Lieutenant. Everything has failed open. I can't seem to find a way around the error condition. With a grunt of frustration, Ward draws an armored fist back and punches it straight through his monitor, sending a shower of sparks into the air. It feels good, cathartic, for a second, but it doesn't do anything to help their situation. To be fair, it probably doesn't hurt either. He stands up anyways, knocking his chair over backwards in his carelessness. Unity, why are the doors open? Unity doesn't respond. Hasn't said a word for hours. That shouldn't be possible, of course. Unity is the ship. As long as the computers are up at all, Unity should be in control. Unity, answer me. This is in order. Why can't we close the doors? System doesn't respond. Ward knew it wasn't going to respond before he asked the question. Everyone remaining in engineering knew it wasn't going to respond, but they still sat there in silent expectation all the same. The lieutenant takes a deep breath. It's time to give up and cobble together the best defensive position they can manage. Pull back, everyone, into the individual dorms. We're going to barricade each doorway and set up sniper nests on the other sides. Claire, we're going to need you looking into the thoughts of anyone who approaches. If you can't tell me for sure they're not infected, or not one of those tentacle things, we're shooting, plain and simple. The engineers do as they're told. They're not soldiers, but they know how to follow orders. They know the lieutenant is their best chance of making it out of there alive, if there's a chance at all. As they drag the chairs and desks and beds into the doorways to form their defensive positions, Ward can't help but call out one more time. Unity, who opened the God's damned doors? This is Pot Against the Machine. You can take away my spaceship. You can take away my space suit. You can even take away my space lasers. But you can never, ever take away my space game. Welcome back to Pot Against the Machine in Space, the only Starfinder actual play that will let you eat a little bit of brains between meals as a treat. I'm your host, and here's everybody. Putting the yum in cranny yum. Nice. Nice. Mm. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hi. Sarah Bell Yum. Hmm, there we go. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, let's see, last time on the program, the party 
explored another one of the labs, I believe the chemistry lab, where they found two more of those QUs, those knee-high fuzzy blue creatures from whose eyes burst horrible alien heads. Uh, it went pretty well this time. They cleaned them up much faster than the first time. Then they went out, wrapped around the long hallway uh, that lit on the outside of the deck, and down into the main room where they found a horrifying crab monster. This horrifying crab monster, of course, spoke in their brains just a little bit, just to invite them to the banquet and explain to them the joys of never-ending hunger and the void that will consume everything. Uh, and then they killed it. They killed it pretty good. Um, after that, they looped around to clear out the rest of this bottom floor, going through a couple more labs, uh, looking at where there normally would be live subjects stored, but there aren't any right now, and looking at some overgrown plants. After which, they popped open one last door into kind of a greenhouse area, but somebody had rigged up a laser cannon just pointed right at that door, and it shot Kalexa the instant it opened. Uh, so that's where we are now, standing in a doorway, just looking at a little gun. No big whoop. It just fired the one time, right? It's not like a continuous laser out of whose way we should move. Right, it just fired the one time. Great. It's entirely possible it will shoot again. Sure, sure. That's that's future crew problem. Collecta, are you okay? Uh, Captain, I've just been shot in the face of the laser. No, I am not okay. Yes, yes. Well, um, as they say, sweet mercy is nobility's true badge. So uh, we should just move into the room out from under the laser maybe all the way up from the lather. Yeah. I will remain outside the chamber to <laughs> resuscitate you after you were all unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> Good thinking. Maze Tetris hasn't just left yet with the way the rest of us are all acting. He's just gonna bail. He's playing Candy Crush in the hallway waiting for <laughs> us to be done. So can we examine the laser or see? Yeah. Yeah, if you want to take a look at the laser, uh, you could do like perception or engineering. Engineering, yes, I do. Oh, I was about to be excited because I had engineering in this game, but I don't. I don't have engineering in this game. Mm. Not a great one. Ooh. Yeah, that's not so what do we got? Don't volunteer them all at once. Oh, that's a big seven. Oof. I just fell in there with a 16. Uh, Alexa did slightly better at a 24. That's engineering. Okay. So with Kalexa kind of taking a, a look at this thing and, and how it's been kind of jury-rigged into like a wall mount that's probably meant for some other kind of equipment, um, and she can tell that it wasn't like a particularly skilled engineer that put this in there. It was clearly somebody mm -hmm. trying to, to do something fast. And I think she can also see as she's working on this that the greenery is kind of draped over the back of the laser, such that there sort of seems like there's some negative space back there. Uh, I think she's gonna like hand motion and point at behind it without saying anything. Uh, I think maybe all she will say is, uh, 
Captain Farrell, this uh, looks like somebody jury-rigged this up. Uh, it's not, obviously, it's not a normal part of the uh, hydroponics. Uh, yeah, it's real interesting. Uh, and just the entire time is pointing like there's a hide behind this and there might be somebody in it type thing. See, I rolled a two for a seven, so I actually thought it was part of the hydroponics. I think maybe that is <laughs> it's a revelation for me at that point. What? I'm like, what? <laughs> but I mean, there's like plants all over the back. I mean, what else would be back there? Like a concealed person? I'm gonna I'm gonna poke my little head back there. Um, well, as you. Like start to interact with the plants at all. A voice calls out um, from the side. Please leave me be. I have trapped this place with explosives. If you attempt to remove me, they will trigger and we will all die. Hello? I took a Kryfith and Hothdith negotiation elective at Offerthurst College, so I've got this. By all means. Hello? <laughs> Hark! Um, yes, hello. Please leave me be. I, I do not wish to attend your banquet. I am not hungry. Uh, that's, that's fine. Who, who, who are we speaking to? I, I am designated Rip L3. I am an android botanist on the crew of the world, I'll, um, I'm very dangerous. I, I would advise you to leave immediately. Oh, well, they, they really didn't teach me to do the android thing, so, Farrell, if you want to take it back over, I'm sorry, I thought that was... Oh, sure, of course, darling. Uh, yes, here's the thing, we're not having a banquet of any kind, so if that's your only problem with us, then... Why don't you pop on out, introduce yourself. We have an android friend here too. Not to be offensive about it, but maybe you will all get along. Oh, they've stepped into the room. Also, uh, neither the captain nor Farrell has mentioned it yet, but we are actually a rescue crew sent by the divinity because of you uh, stopping communication. Yes, that's true as well. Yes. Um, well, I think... We probably need a diplomacy roll to see whether or not this supposed android believes you. That I have said that by moving uh, Lysander's mouth, so he said it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll say, like... Can we all aid Lysander? I mean, we had at least... We had three people talk, so we can do a, a primary roll with some aids here. I will here. aid Lysander. Doing that thing where I was just... Oh, well, well that's a four for a 20. <laughs> oh no. Uh, what's the base to aid for Starfinder? Is it like 2E or is it like 1E? I think it's like 1E. Yeah, right? it, isn't it? 1E, so you just gotta hit like a 10, 20. then I aid. Yeah. Okay. I so do I not. aid then. Alright, so right. 22. 22. Um, so the. I think after a second of like a little bit of shuffling, you do see uh, a face poke out from behind some of the hanging vines back there and sort of look you over and this um, female presenting android kind of looks at all of you and and says uh, that that is um, that that's that's very good news um thank you for for coming to rescue us does this mean the um, 
the infestation is gone. The what? The, the, you know, the monsters that, you know, they take your brains and all that stuff. Oh, yes. Uh, Plural? Monsters, plural, that take your brain? Do say a bit more, darling. Right, yes. It wasn't just one that was heroically slain. Oh, no, no, no. They were, um, they were coming through, squeezing through the halls. There were, there were a great number of them. They, they were rounding everyone up. They were taking everyone. Taking them? Taking them where? They, they took them. They, they would, they opened their heads. They, they, they took their brains out. And then I don't know what they did with the bodies, but they, they took those too. Ah. How many did you see? Um, six, maybe? Maybe six of them? I, 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 don't, I don't know. We have dispatched of one of such creatures and encountered several crew members that have succumbed to perhaps this infestation of which you speak. They were like spombies in various stages, but some of them have been placed in the auto docks and may well be able to recover. Have any of you been infected? No. Nope. All very healthy here. Right as rain. So Tetros uh, has had purchased. Previously, this was only useful for the GooTube vending <laughs> machine to say ow. Uh, but he, I have in my sheet a technopathy node that allows me to telepathically communicate to a construct or computer. Uh, and for the purposes of creature types, androids are considered constructs. <laughs> and Tetros would like to telepathically say to you say it was Grip L3? It was a Rip L3. Tetros would telepathically say they have been exposed, but so far have not succumbed. They are safe for now. Um, is, is she able to respond? Uh, yeah, you can. Standard action, send a message, and potentially receive a short reply per telepathic message. So yeah, they can respond as though it was a spell telepathic message. Um, she'll just say back, basically, you, you're sure it's safe. And Tetris would just nod. And she's kind of giving him the, the big eyes. I, he'll also say, uh, they are safe for now, but are wary of machines like the Autodoc. Just, but for now, they're safe. And she'll sort of nod along with that and and say, um, um, they, they seem to come after us, and I, I don't know what you've seen so far, but androids aren't, aren't safe from them either. They, they take our brains just as readily as the others. They, I, I don't know what they want besides the brains themselves, if that makes any sense. I, I'm, they're not plants, I know that. I, did I mention I'm a botanist? I, I know they're not plants. Definitely not plants. You seem credible in your field. I'm, I'm quite sure they're not plants. 
She'll kind of climb down from her little hide behind the, the gun she had rigged up up there. If you wish to stay here until we have finished clearing things, we do not begrudge you saving yourself from potential danger, but know that there is hope yet for the Weredal, for the crew of the Dapple is here. And he will smile and say telepathically, but the captain is a complete idiot. <laughs> Dang. So what my friend is trying to say in botanist is it's okay to leaf. And just make eye contact while Tetros is saying the captain is an idiot at the same time that this is occurring, I imagine. Oh, and it, definitely a very knowing sage nod, like, ah, oh, yes. Mm. Well, I should say, but, but there are others in the, the med bay just around the corner? Yes. Yes, although I don't know how up for talking they are right now. Did you say Sam was going to take some time, like, I don't know, eight hours. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think it'll take a full eight hours. It takes a nebulous span of time. You know, too much to just stand there and wait for it, but (laughs) magical technology number time. If you're trying to say if there's a reason she's still alive and so many have died, then I'm willing to wait for it. I'm willing to wait for it. That's, um, that's for Bella Andura. I should just say, I, I'm glad I'm not alone. I, I had thought perhaps I was the only one who'd gotten away. Well, these lathith, lavith brains have yet escaped being tooketh. Um, but it isn't safe here. We need to continue on. Well, um... I suppose I I will wait for you here with my um fortification as it as it were if you could close the door on the way out um and just let me know when when it's safe when we can retake the ship or leave the ship or whatever it is your plan is Of course darling we'll do I'm confident our captain will have a well thought out and executed plan and then telepathically, he just says, wink. Yes. <laughs> the little winky emoticon. <laughs> just <laughs> uh, but please, please uh, refrain from fooding anyone else in my crew in your vigil, if you may. We'll, um, we'll, we'll hark you. Um, so if you hear hark, don't shoot that person immediately like you like you did. I will keep that in mind. Hark-y-lier. I apologize for, for shooting before, and um, the explosives were a ruse. There are no explosives. Have fun. We say we knew it and shoot her. <laughs> <laughs> Have fun um, killing robot crabs or alien crabs. Rooting for you. Oh, yes, we always do. <laughs> oh, another botany joke. I get it. The rooting. I see. I see you. That's, that's good. Horticultural. Ha ha. But do we have anything we hadn't explored yet other than this room? No, this was the last room on this floor. 
Oh, right. We have other decks. Yeah. So back in the elevator then. Sounds like it. That's to the this f- guy? Yeah, the circular room in the middle of the floor is the elevator, and that is will take you to engineering, the final remaining open deck. I'm sure this will be chill. Of course. Known, known chill floor engineering. <laughs> um, so on this floor, the elevator only has the one exit. Contrasting the previous floor with its mm. show-offy four exits. Tetris will listen at said exit. I should draw my little... What's that thing? It's like an Infernon pistol or something. My little shooty. Try center not have a gun out after everything no. we've been through? I, I, I mean, I, I'm sure <laughs> I put it away talker. when I was diplomatizing <laughs> with the botanist. Yeah, true. I guess that I, makes sense. I gesticulate a lot, yeah. and I've been known to shoot somebody while <laughs> Will's doing so. so. He just shoots Alexa again. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't put it past him. A 21 it. perception shoot. as the so, spur yeah. from Spipanema winds down in the spell elevator. <laughs> seems quiet on the other side of the um, spore or door as you may know it from the past I want to kick the door open but I understand that most of the space doors are pocket doors yeah I don't think kicking really works on pocket doors you just catch your like foot in the side and do that (laughs) yeah just hook it and then slide across yeah exactly that thank you (laughs) <laughs> yes. Well, kicking the door. I'm going to open the door in a regular way, Sam. <laughs> no, no, you're kicking it now. You're committed. <laughs> as long as the door is open. No, roundhouse, you catch it with like the heel of your foot and it just slides open. Farrell shoves the door open with their foot, um, revealing a big, wide room. It's one of the least interesting places on the entire ship. It's just a ton of wasted space. Think of what you could do with all this extra space. You could have a ping pong table up here or something. Yeah, pickleball league. Yeah, with all of shuffleboard the tables. Things that still are living. All, all the fixins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Couple of cornhole. <laughs> yeah. Tosser things. But uh, what it lacks in character, it makes up for in ways to leave. To the northwest and the southwest are little looping hallways that you know lead to the environment dome that is not currently active because this never got to a place to simulate the environment of. On the northeast side, there's a set of double doors up here. And then uh, south of that, there's a single door. And right in the middle, directly in front of you, is another double door. And then south of that is one last single door. It's just an embarrassment of riches. If riches, if doors are riches. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what my grandmother used to say. Um, <laughs> you want to just line up and take the doors down chronologically? Or I guess we could all listen. Let's all listen. Let's pull a Tetris. Only a 19. A filthy 20. Not better just sounds like a quiet hallway on the other side of this door not the kind of place where there'd be alien crabs at all 
Great. Farrell opens the door. Excellent. Opening the door reveals a five-foot-wide hallway that takes an abrupt right turn after about 20 feet. I must say, that right turn was quite abrupt. So sudden. <laughs> Just the abruptest. And it does end after that turn, um, a slightly curved... It's one of these things where the hallway does not line up with the grid and you cannot possibly stand in a real space. But it does end in a um, door, just a regular door. Listening at this normal door, a 29. There's some definite, like, buzzing and humming, running machines, sounds, that sort of thing. <laughs> so Tetris will point at the door and then look back at the party and go <laughs> and then give a knowing nod the hunger's got to him and we all start shooting <laughs> <laughs> understood and he opens the door uh, this door opens into a robotics lab which is alive with the buzzing and humming of machinery there's a long track of material um, space leather I assume that's rotating along metal framework in the middle of the room down this guy uh, feeding into a massive recycler on the east end of the room which looks like it is just empty because there's nothing to recycle right now it's very sad panels on the wall they display schematics for repair and security drones and in this room you happen to see two repair drones that appeared to have recently had their heads torn open as if something was digging through them for brains that they never found because these robots don't have brains uh, to the west a second track churns through an opening into the wall to the room beyond the entire place seems to be operating as it normally would, except that the machines don't actually have anything to do. They are just churning endlessly, accomplishing nothing. There is a door directly south of the one you came in through, leading back um, to the space west. And there's also a door on the north side of the room. Poke on in, shall we? Yeah. Uh, churning endlessly, <laughs> accomplishing nothing resonated so deeply. <laughs> I was going to say that one. Hurt IRL me. existence. I, was just, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> it was impressed as always at the word smithery. <laughs> um. So th yeah, there doesn't seem to be any life left in this room besides the machines that are still running. The, sadly, the ruined repair robots don't burst forth and just murder everybody. So sad. Is this a uh, computer over here in the uh, far west? Um, and it, or no, far east? Yeah, it looks like another terminal meant to be um, for operating some of these recyclers or maybe for repairing the repair robots. But probably not something that would have any kind of useful information on it. Probably not super useful in the current situation. Thou we head north. Lead the way, dear friend. No, <laughs> this is this is not the right podcast for me to be leading. <laughs> right then, I'll go. Um, and I just pop open the door without listening. I'm sure I won't regret this. You won't, because it opens into a five foot wide hallway that ends in another door five feet away. Tm tm tm. <laughs> okay. Well, I've taken all the risks I'm willing to take. 
I'm gonna give it a quick listen. Quick listen. How about quick lift? I feel like that's a sign that I'm supposed to stop now. Nasty 20, uh, leaning forward to listen from back here. Disgusting 20. Um, yeah, I think it sounds like maybe there's a little bit of activity in there. It's hard to tell if it's just the ship's built-in machines or if there's something actually moving in there. Is a 23 give us any closer? That's the same. Okay. It's just hard to tell. Kicking open the door. Oh, wait. Sorry. <laughs> but just <laughs> another protracted series of roundhouse kicks. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it takes like it's like making a it's like making a three point turn. You know, you just have to scoot it a little bit every time to kick. It actually makes yeah. it open slower than it otherwise would. <laughs> oh, it's it's right. taken a painfully long time. This is the least efficient way of opening <laughs> a door. And it's like clearly hurting too, and we're like, "Are you are you yeah. sure this is the best way?" And you're like, "Yes." Yeah. By the end of it, like the heel has broken off your boot. It's <laughs> um, a balcony runs around the edge of the dome chamber that this door opens into. The curved walls of which are covered in blinking lights, indicating the status of most of the ship's systems. Life support seems to be just fine, but other than that, things are looking pretty rough for their wear at all. A few steps lead down from the balcony to the middle of the room, but just north of those steps sits a large machine with a pink glass tabletop-like surface above which floats a semi-transparent hologram showing like a 3D diagram of the ship. There's an indicator flashing there like the panels receiving a call. The balcony is wider on the south side of the stairs than the north. Um, to the east looms an immense pair of black metal doors framed by a rotating arch of red pulsing lights. You know that leads to the reactor room, but standing in front of the door to the reactor room is a security robot with its back to the door, as if it's been waiting for you. There are also two maintenance droids um, in the room that haven't had their heads torn open. Hello. Quick, tear their heads open. Yes. Yes, we're here to tear heads and take names, and we're all out of names. <laughs> the security robot <laughs> looks at you, and it just says, um, Input not recognized. Identify yourselves. I'm the captain of this ship, and I say stand down. <laughs> you want to make a bluff check there? guess I have to. Let's see. Oh, I have a solid bluff. Uh, 25? Wow. Um, so this security robot looks like very, very confused. <laughs> it says, uh, you... Error. You do not match the captain's profile. Yes, I do. Okay, are, someone else has to step in here. You this are clearly not Spavio. What? Some uh, was sent here by Spavio. Spavio sent out us. Of its head. Oh dear. Uh, Kalexa will step up behind and say, uh, with her plus one to diplomacy. <laughs> uh, actually, we are the crew of the Dapple. Uh, we should be in your records if you are uh, connected to Unity. You will see that while we are not members of this crew, we are members of the fleet. 
and therefore we are not intruders. Uh, it says, designation Dapple not recognized. Throw your weapons on the ground. We were sent by the divinity. Do you know what that could do to them? We have no record of your visit nor authorization in Unity's logs. Throw your weapons on the ground. You have six seconds to comply. Well, everyone else has tried, and this is kind of my bag. Why <laughs> can't we keep having the guy with high diplomacy go last? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, now, uh, there is... This is a, there's no reason to have a countdown, a timeline. We're all on the same side here. I don't think it would be prudent for anyone to go unarmed in this general brain-stealing environment that we're in right now. So let's all just relax. I'm sure there's a way that you can authenticate, uh, <clears throat> aside from the you know natural prowess of... Um, diplomacy and, and comparable skills that I exhibit my officer status as Lysander Barthow Norwich and the illustrious crew of the Dapple. Collect the feral and tetroth five. So, Hello. let's lower our guns here and let's address the real situation. The, oh. And that's a 17 for a 32. Sorry. I was just going to add to the effort of aiding that a botanist rip L3 can vouch for us if necessary. And this robot is definitely like hesitating and confused. Um, probably seems that like the necessary information to process these orders is missing. But uh, why don't you bounce me some perception checks? I'm so much better at this than diplomacy, for sure. Yep, that's a nine. <laughs> <laughs> How about a dirty 30? Uh, 23. Uh, 13. So... Tetros and Farrell, I think you're the ones who notice here that on the security robot and then also on this closer repair drone, um, perched on its surface and like almost kind of like ground into the metal casing are these dark blue polyp-like things that, I mean, they're definitely not robot parts. They appear to be weird flesh and they're like pulsating and almost like it's almost like they're trying to burrow into the surface of this thing the robot seems to be absolutely stymied by the combined diplomatic assault of the crew of the dapple and it's standing there like essentially silent and confused like it's trying to figure out how to proceed so you've got a moment here at least of Freedom of movement, not the spell. You said it. Oh. Oh. No, you said it. <laughs> Just kind of calmly stepping so he's not trying to speak from behind all three party members in the hallway. 
from the previous room, Tetris would just want to level his micro lab just to get a cash look at those polyps. Sounds like a life science-y sort of thing that would, he would get an automatic 34 on to identify. Um, and the makeup of these things definitely seems consistent with like the strange disease you've seen, the infection that the QUs had, um, and those tendrils that were like growing out of the walls. It seems that it's biologically similar to that sort of stuff, though it's not necessarily something that you've, you can specifically, um, identify. To try from a different angle, could Tetros use engineering to try and just say, you know, your systems appear to be malfunctioning. This, there are organisms that are not part of your normal design. Have you run a self-diagnostic? error self-diagnostic is offline no foreign bodies detected (laughs) it's like it's got its hands hanging down and staring like even though like it's a robot not in the same way an android is so there's never really that same glow of intelligence on its face it's just like staring blankly like a broken doll (laughs) at you like it um can't quite work through like how to even function in its normal way since these are kind of standard security robots would we know how to disable them do they have an off button um I think you could do either computers or engineering uh, while this thing is kind of in a stunned state to try to deactivate it. Uh, 25? Not super high. Well, I think I have something special in one of these things. Uh, same bonus, but would have gone for... Is that engineering or computers? Uh, computers, because he has the... I mean, it's not quite the same as hacking, since that's an activity, but I have that dual, the four-handed hacker feat that makes me good at hacking. <clears throat> when you hack a computer, uh, it takes half the time. Make you hack so good? So I think that does come into play here with, um, cause you have a, a kind of temporary reprieve from this thing being able to react at all since it's so confused by the input, just not matching up with what it's expecting. Um, and it, you know, it's, it's getting the impression of authority while it doesn't think there should be one. So being able to get in there quickly, um, and interface with its systems to try to shut it down. I think that will work, and it kind of just deactivates this thing, um, and it just kind of slumps over, like its its arms hanging down, like it's just a statue at this point, standing there. 
The threat appears to be diffused, though the repair drones have not been deactivated, and they are going to move to strike um, as they haven't received any authorization. So I think it's time to roll for initiative. Oh no, what is that for me? Okay, it's a healthy zero. Healthy zero. An 11. Well, you did better than me, even with your zero, buddy. Forgot I had such a high initiative bonus. All right, we got 11 for Lysander. How about Kalexa? Kalexa got a 21. And how about um, Tetros? Tetros, just a little slower, has a dirty 20. And Feral. That's a nine. Let's sort descending, and uh, Kalexa is up first. I'll mark this guard robot as deactivated. So... Question, would getting that weird growth off the guard robot count as repair? <laughs> like in, in action to repair to like dig the polyps off of it? Yeah, well, would it be the repair? Uh, would it be like a, would it count as repair? Like uh, like an engineering role to repair something or a gears uh, role to repair something? Yeah, I could see that. I just asked that because I may or may not have an ability where if I fail a roll to attempt to do that, I can reroll it. <laughs> and I'm wondering if maybe I can get this guy working again and he can just kill these things for us. Which I guess then my second question would be, is that the kind of action you could even do in a combat? Uh, that's probably the type of thing that would take too long to do in a combat turn. To do in combat? Yeah. Okay. Uh, in that case, uh, Kalexa will instead circle around to basically almost the extent of her movement to get a clear line of sight on this thing by circling all the way around to the west of this room and then she is going to uh, take a single shot at it that is a 17 on the die which has a plus 7 so that is a 24 uh, 24 will hit. Okay, so that is moving D10. 10. Actually, that's a D100, so that's a 40, but I'm going to say that that's a 4. <laughs> so that is 9 points of damage. Alright, and that doesn't... Um, and half of that is Sonic, if it matters. Ah, that does matter. Alright. It doesn't seem like all of the um, non-energy damage goes through, but it's still damaged. Okay, and uh, that will be her turn. All right, Tetros 5, you're standing next to one of these robots. You just deactivated the biggest one in the room, though. Yeah, he would have had to, uh, to use both hacking kits, have all four hands free. So in the fairness of how those actions took place, he would be unarmed at the moment. 
Uh, so free action, drop two hacking kits to the ground, <laughs> move action, pick up his spear, and then do a single attack on this blue security robot that unfortunately uh, can't flank with Kalex's ranged weapon, but they're on opposite sides of it to really paint that picture for the listeners. And uh, just paint another picture of combat failure with a total of a 12. A 12 will not hit. Well, that will bring us to the red robot, which is standing well clear of everybody else. It is going to open up a little, what's it called, a little flap in one of its arms and point an integrated pistol at Feral. And just take a little shot. That is a 22 versus EAC. That'll hit. Would there be cover from that deactivated security robot? Ah, there would be cover from that deactivated robot. So give yourself a plus nice. four to that AC. Plus, uh, you said a plus, you said a 22 to hit? Yeah. Ah, the old meets beats. Well, that is seven uh, electric damage from the integrated pistol. And it's going to hang out up there. It feels it feels safe up there, I think. Oh, okay. Blue is standing next to Tetros, and Tetros just tried to stab it, so it's going to give Tetros a little slam with a big old robot arm. That's not very good. That is only a 16 versus KAC. That is a miss. Well, that's just sad. Um, it feels less good about where it is, but it also doesn't really have anywhere to go. So that'll be Lysander. All right. So Lysander with a move action is going to point at the blue robot and say, get, get the mechanical janitor. And then, um, so that's going to be a get him, effectively. And then I am also going to, well, I can't really demoralize anyone. So I guess just for extra action economy, I am going to ca- uh, do a hurry and grant an extra move action to... Let's say Kalexa. And that's my turn. All right. And that'll bring us to Feral. All right. Feral's going to uh, receive this shot from Red and pop up here. And then here. 15 feet or so to end up right in front of it. And then she's going to go with her new and improved trick attack, uh, courtesy of one Grumpus. Thank you, Grumpus. We're all here to hyper-focus on you. I hope you're feeling uncomfortable now, even though you should feel uh, thanked. Um, I don't have any more words because I'm not good at them. But thanks. I appreciate it. It's made all the difference. You're great. Thanked and uncomfortable. The new Pot Against the Machine shirt <laughs> for viewer appreciation. <laughs> All right, let's try that acrobatics with the newly improved. That is uh, 26. 26? Yes, 26. That is tricked. Yes, so much fun. 
13 plus, and then there's something else I get for, um, what, a plus seven, so it's like a 10. All right, that will not hit. That's not how you do math. That's a 12, but I'm assuming it still doesn't hit. Uh, 12 will still not hit, even flat-footed. Yeah, great. Phew, all right. That was a long turn to do nothing. But we got there in the end, and we thanked Grumpus. <laughs> you tricked it. Tricked it. All right, Kalexa, you're up. Who do you want to thank for the from the Discord? Uh, I mean, Grumpus was really good, but I guess maybe... Uh, I don't know. I don't like calling people out for things. I can't think of anything else that anyone's done recently that is relevant to what we're doing right now. Say Sam. Say Sam. They're here. Yeah, it's going to say, like, I immediately thought of Sam, but not our Sam, DDB Sam, just because we've been uh, doing something off camera that I don't want to spoil in case it comes up in one of the episodes that keeps making me think of him. So, yeah, I'm going to hyper-focus other Sam. Why don't we ever hyper-focus on ourselves? Uh, Why not Sam the GM? Because I feel like Sam GM would hate that, which would make it so funny. I guess I can hyper-focus on this Sam and say... (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to hyper-focus on his uh, enemies as I move uh, almost to the extent of my movement again back to kind of where I was now that it's cleared out a little more so that I don't feel like I've wasted my extra move action and also so that if this thing dies, I can start shooting the other one without having to move later. And because I do have the extra action, I can use the second move action to activate my superior firepower ability and target blue so that if I hit him, I get an extra damage, and I'm going to take a shot at him. Uh, that is a 16 on the die for, I think, a 23. Uh, yes, a, for a 23. Got the get him in there, too. Oh, yeah, 24, excuse me. Get That's oh, good, because a 23 would have missed. <laughs> it's definitely a hit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I just moved my... I love windows that if you move the window in front around, it decides it wants to minimize every other window. Never shake Uh, a window. And that lets me add inside bonus equal to your mechanic level on damage. So I get an extra five damage on top of what I roll plus the initial damage. Uh, So that is 18 points of damage. Dang. Uh, and again, half of that will be Sonic, so nine uh, kinetic, nine Sonic. All right, it's looking pretty hurt now, but once again, it didn't all go through. Right, and that will be her turn. And that brings us back to Tetros. Yep, Tetros is going to take his spear and, uh, you know, try and noun and verb. Spear with the spear. Gonna do a always bad idea at low level full attack because it's just good radio. But one's a nap twenty. The other was a seven, so that one missed badly. Uh, <laughs> but that is gonna help since they have some amount of hardness, dr, what have you. So here comes 2d6 plus 12. That is... Nope, that didn't work. No, it did. It's just bad. Uh, That is 
15. That's right. 3 on 2d6. I thought something was wrong. <laughs> That's very impressive. Um, all right. Once again, it doesn't all go through, but it's looking it's looking like the kind of robot that is just having a very bad day at this point. Unfortunately, it's about to get another turn. But first, Red gets another turn, and it sees Feral in front of it, and they they just tried to hit it with a gun. So it's going to try to hit them back. It's going for the slam. Ooh, pretty good. How about a 26? That is pretty good. Versus KAC. It doesn't matter. It'll hit. Well, what matters is, does it exceed your KAC by four? Oh, no. <laughs> Did you say a 26? Yeah. Ah, that's so many. It exceeds by, like, seven. All right. So, so that's more than grabbed. four. I know math. Oh, no. You are grabbed, and you take nine bludgeoning damage from the slam and snag kind of special maneuver here. Just a little bit of hurt. I just want just a little bit of hurt, just one time. Maybe someday. Maybe someday. He's not looking great for that. Um, you said nine damage, and then I'm grabbed. Yep. And then Blue, who's having a worse day objectively, is definitely going to go for the slam on Tetros. A similar slam and grab attempt. How does a 23 sound? Uh, it sounds, unfortunately, one higher than a hit. But not a grab? Correct, since one is less than four. <laughs> nice. Up. On the plus side, 11 bludgeoning damage from the old slam and fail to grab. Oh no, we never did a 10 minute rest to Uh oh. No, we didn't. Nope, we did not. Mm -mm. Why would you ever need that? Because uh, I keep well, walking into danger. <laughs> because I no longer have any stamina. Well, it's a good thing you disabled the boss monster. <laughs> yep. Well, Lysander, you're up. All right. Uh, Lysander is going to take a shot at Blue using his... Ifrit class Infernin pistol. <laughs> that's that's a ten. It's a it's a big ten. Um, uh, how's that do? Sadly, a, a big ten will not hit <laughs> no matter what he's, AC you're shooting at. Yeah. All right. Fair. Fair. Uh, so um, then I will use my move action to say. He is impervious to all energy strikes. Get him, get him with your spear. Just ignoring that Kalexa put a huge hole in it earlier. <laughs> all right, that'll bring us to Feral. You are grabbed. Ugh, that's right, I forgot about that. Can I doesn't say anything about not being able to do a trick attack while grabbed, but it does seem like I shouldn't be able to do a trick attack while grabbed. I don't know. I'd totally say you can. 
Yeah. You're just trying to catch it off guard. Like, oh no, I'm trying to escape, or am I? Yeah. Pistol wheel. I'm gonna use that free hand and do the thing where I tap its shoulder, but like from the other way around. Yeah, to make very sneaky. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna roll. Oh, that's not great. That's a two on the die, but that'll get me to a 19. Ooh, no, it's not, it's not a CR, negative anything. So that won't work, but can I hit it regularly? We'll see. That's better, that's a dirty 20. With the minus two to attack rolls from the grappled condition? Nope, it's a dirty 18. That still hits. Yes. Nine, nine damage, bludgeoning. All right, doesn't all go through, but at least blood has been drawn from the red robot. That's all I wanted. That's all I wanted. That'll bring us to Kalexa. Right. Uh, Kalexa is going to start off by shooting the blue robot again, because why not? Uh, ooh. That's not great. Uh, that is a three on the die, so that is a ten. That's not going to do it. Yeah. Uh... I think that's all she's going to do. There isn't really a spot for her to move to that would make sense. Yeah, that's going to be her turn. I already declared the attack, so I can't do a second one. Alright. That'll take us back to Tetros 5 again. Alright. Yep, we're going to go for another double stab. That actually worked once. Let's... Do it again. <laughs> no. No, remember how like last time one of them was a seven? Well, this time, both of my rolls combined to be seven. Wow. So just keep it moving. Really just going in, in the right direction here. Well, I think these robots, sensing that they have all of you on the ropes. Um, let's what? see. Oh, I mean, they they know they're winning. They're no. smart robots. Um, this one that has Feral grabbed is going to go for just the slam-a-jamma with a different hand to sort of try to escalate it to a pin, you know? Maybe get that KAC plus 13. Might have gotten it. That is a 26 again, actually. But your AC is too lower right now. Uh, yeah, I mean, that'll still do it. And plus 13? Um, the, if it beats it by 4, you're still grabbed. If it beats your KSC by 13, then you're pinned instead. Does not beat it by 13, does still beat it by 4. Alright, so you're just still grabbed. No big yeah, whoop. Yeah, sure, 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 sure. Uh, 11 more punch damage. Whew. And um, then Blue um, was getting worried before, but now it, it's very confident since it knows that Tetros only accidentally hurt it with the spear. Uh, it's going to... Oh, that's not good at all. That's only at 18 on the Slammeroni on Tetros. No. Oh, that's very mean. Yep. All right, Lysander. 
Let's try shooting this, this MF. That, that stands for machinated fighter, um, certainly. So that's a 17 off the die for a 24. Uh, 24 will hit. All right. It's gonna get a little, little splashy of the Infernin Ifrit class. So it's 1d6 plus two. Ready, that is uh, six points of fire damage. All right, and since it's energy damage, it all goes through. This thing looks like it's ready to collapse in a melted heap, but it's still kicking. All right, no. so um, he's he's going to say, um, uh, this one is nearly done. Now let's focus our fire on the one that had our friend. And get him on the red one, because Iz needs extra help uh, hitting that one with the grapple disadvantage. That's my turn. All right, Farrell, you've been told to get the one that's getting you. Get them, I shall. Ooh, that is a 32 to trick. 32 to trick. <laughs> that's super tricked. So it has no idea what's going on right now. All right, let's 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 try for... Oh, these attacks are killing me. Uh, that is a... 18 to hit 18 will do it oh awesome great and that is gonna be I wrote this all down 1d6 plus 8 plus 3d8 eh, meh. um 25 yeah 25 points of bludgeoning damage on red all right, it's metal carapace absorbed some of the damage but that was a big old chunk excellent all right, Kalexa, you're up. Okay. Uh, I wonder if I want to double shoot. I don't think I do because I needed a very high roll to hit this guy. As much as I'd like to take out blue and then help Feral, uh, I don't think I'm going to be able to hit it if I take the penalty for firing twice. So she is just going to fire once at blue again. Uh, that is 15 on the die, plus 7 is 22, plus, uh, oh no, wait, no, the get him is on red now. Uh, so that is a 22 against blue, which I think is a miss. No, 22 hits blue. Oh. I was oh, lying was before. Was that a joke when you said 22 wasn't going to hit? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I was just... I thought you were serious about that. <laughs> no, I'm just a bad person. I should have known it wasn't, though, because Jeff was hitting it lower than that, so I don't know why I didn't think it was. Ugh. My brain is not on right. I should have fired twice. Uh, but that is it. So uh, that is 13 points of damage. Half of it is Sonic. And the blue robot crumples with a big smoking crater in its chest. Oh, okay. Uh, perfect. Then since I still have my move action, I will use that to switch my uh, target for my extra damage to red. And that will be her turn. All right, Tetros, robot in front of you has gone down. The other one's probably fine. I wouldn't bother helping Feral. Oh. Okay. I mean, I trust you implicitly. So. Yeah. <laughs> it just no, it, it uh, seems cool. Aw. That's good to know. Uh, it does look like there's a space though next to Feral. 
kind of the stairway adjacent space where Tetros could kind of shin and go for a single stamparoo. Pharaoh on the sterile. Yeah, Pharaoh on the sterile. <laughs> uh, and I believe, could be wrong, but I think Red also has the grappled condition while grappling in Starfinder. Probably so does. To, so just to keep that into account when my low roll comes along. Think big. You got him. Hey, that's actually a with the get I'm a dirty twenty. Nice. Dirty twenty will hit the grappled repair drone. Yeah. So here we go. Uh, oh, finally, eleven points of damage. Ow. It's all piercing though, but that's uh, one under max for for old Stabaroo Doctor. <laughs> Alright. Well, that hurt that robot. I'm not looking anything up. I know all the rules. So, what it's going to do on its turn is take a guarded... It's going to release Feral and take a guarded step back and it will fire um, out of just a little container in its chest. A little ball just comes shooting out and will go between uh, Feral and Tetros. Go behind them um, it does hit this intersection uh, five feet back from Feral and Tetros, throwing out a 20-foot radius explosion. Oh, is that right? That seems too big. Yeah, 20-foot radius explosion. That's I'm huge. going to need reflex saves. I have those. Oh, no, it's a 10-foot radius. So everybody but Lysander, I need a reflex save. Would you like us to say them, Sam? <laughs> Um, yes, who anyone can volunteer to say what they got in their reflex save. Did I? Is you unmuted on Skype? Yeah, we got a little echo action. Sorry, I don't know how that happened. <laughs> I must have pressed a button. Probs was so Kingsley. What did, it was Kingsley. What did Kingsley get on her save? Kingsley got a 15... All right, that saves. How about right? Tetris? I feel like a cat would have a higher reflex bonus. You would think so. <laughs> okay, fifteen. I don't know about what about one less with a fourteen. Um, I'm not looking up grenade DCs. Cool. Wait, that's our thing. They're not allowed to do that. Grenade TM. Oh uh, yeah, that passes. <laughs> I was I was thinking there was a chance. I was yeah, like, racial bonuses. Like, is this a poison grenade? And um, how about Kalexa? Uh, Kalexa got a dirty 20. All right. So despite the explosion of sticky resin that bursts out all around you, none of you are entangled by the sticky bomb that goes off uh, right in the middle of the party. You all managed to dodge out of the way of flying glue. This thing has very bad grenade DCs. <laughs> Lysander, you are up. Uh, yeah, so I guess he will just, you know, once more unto the breach and just kind of get him, keep get, getting them, them that robot. I'm going to use the hurry uh, for my standard action for Tetros because they could 
use a move action and then use a full action to attack if they wanted to. All right, that'll bring up Feral Jays. Finally free of the robot's grip. Excellent. All right, we're going to go for the same thing. Feral's going to take a step forward, get back in this guy's face, and go for the trick attack. That is a 22 to trick. Um, no, not tricked. Not tricked. Well, I'll just do a regular attack then. That is a 16 to hit. Oh, does a 16 work? 16 hits exactly. Oh, excellent. Great. And that's 14 points of bludgeoning damage. Max damage. (laughs) All right. It's not dead, but it looks like it might as well be. That's my turn. All right, Kalexa. It's an awful shot to uh, get to this thing from where Yeah, I was going to say, from where Kalexa is currently standing, she's shooting through three things before reaching that robot. So uh, she is going to move to stand uh, directly behind Tetros and just kind of rest her gun on his shoulder as <laughs> a... Uh, perch there and only be firing through two things instead of three for a slightly higher chance to hit and take a shot at this thing and that is a two on the die for a nine that will i'm getting i think it's getting a plus eight because i'm firing through two allies does a nine hit weirdly no it does not have an ac of one (laughs) (laughs) It may have an uh, HP of one, but it doesn't have an AC of one. Uh, Tetros. I should have bought grenades. Is there enough room for Tetros to mechanically squeeze next to Feral or no? It looks like... A... Um, is squeezing a thing in Starfinder? Yeah. Can one squeeze? Then you can squeeze all day long if that's what you want. I mean, it's not like my first choice, but... There are some cool races that can compress even smaller than uh, is normally allowed. But movement. Uh, sadly, yeah. Tetros is not a, a living bug colony or something. You can squeeze through or into that a space at least half as wide as your normal space. It looks like there's probably about a half a square there. Yeah. That- that's about half a space. So it's just a negative two penalty across yeah, the board. Yeah, it just gives me the old entangled. Uh, which is not to damage, though, but to attack. Well, I was hoping for a plus two from flanking, and instead I get a minus two from squeezing, so. Meat. Ooh, 17 off the dice, though. Uh, that brings me back down from the squeezing to a dirty 20. A dirty 20 will connect with Red Robot. I'm, my base plus is 6, so I think I'm good. Uh, and yeah, that was another 11. Yes. Drive the spear clear through the core of this thing, and it flops down lifeless in front of you. We are out of combat. Woo-woo. Do we need to uh, do a rest for anybody to get their 
stamina back after that. Yeah, I feel like that's probably a good idea. <laughs> yeah, it seems prudent for them. I only have a little bit down, but uh, our other two characters just got beat up by robots for 20 minutes. So. I'm fresh out of stamina. Same. You don't need stamina. All right, so we're taking 10 minutes to rest and regroup in the navigation control room here? Yeah. Well, before we right, before well. we engage power nap mode, uh, is Tetros confident that this robot that we deactivated isn't going to just power right back up? Uh, does it seem like it's cycled down unless someone turns it on? Yeah, I think something you would be confident that unless something activates it, it's not going to come back on of its own volition. Okay. And uh, while we're uh, recovering, can Kalexa roll an engineering to look at like this, like not to actually do anything yet, but just to see if there's anything that can be done to get this like fleshy lump off it? Yeah, you can roll. I thought you were rolling. So I <laughs> that's why I wasn't answering. But well, I was going to roll to repair it, and then I just realized after what you just said, it sounded like foreshadowing that if I fail the repair roll, it might wake up and kill us all. I'd like to look. Oh, that's a natural 20, though. So that is a uh, 31 uh, engineering to kind of look at this thing and see if it looks like I could get this tumor thing off of it and get it working normally again. Um, it, and I think you're able to get a really good look at how they are since this thing's powered down and you've got time to look it over. Um, and these, there's definitely like tiny tendrils running down from this sort of pulsating lump into the circuitry, but it does look like with um, care you could um, extract them. And, and there's more than one on this thing but it does look like they can be removed. And that would be, would that be a, uh, like, a repair to do that? Or would that be something more along Tetris's lines? Yeah, that'd be it's like, like a repair. organic, it would be like a repair. Awesome. I am going to attempt to repair it then. Uh, that is not as good, but still not horrible. That is a 16 on the die for a 27. And I do have the ability to re-roll a failed repair roll once a day. Yeah, with the 27, you're, you're able to extract some of these things. And you can see, once you get them off of it, that they're like these strange jellyfish-like creatures, almost, that were kind of trying to dig their way into the machinery. And I don't know that there's a ton you can learn from them from just seeing the underside of them, but they, they do look, yeah. like, strange. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to toss one over to Tetros and say... Hey, uh, Mr. Biologist, you ever see anything like this? <laughs> uh, Tetros moves to stab you as you try to infect him blatantly with this polyp. Uh, <laughs> does, uh, no, uh, Tetros does uh, back up and not catch it. He will let it hit the floor uh, and yeah. attempt to study it without... You don't like catching yeah, the Yeah, he's... <laughs> mighty nervous as a machineman uh, of sorts that uh, this polyp could try and burrow into him and I knew Sam would come up with something it's like oh you can't breathe huh well how about polyps 
so. Well, I will say that Tetros, I think, feels pretty justified in his nervousness as he's looking at this thing because the anatomy of these little tendrils that come out of it, they seem almost purpose-built to, um, like, get into circuitry and, like, rewire and do some kind of interaction with machinery. You can't really tell from the outside what it is that they do, but it's almost like someone designed this life form specifically to mess with machines. And while you're looking at those and taking a little rest in the cozy confines of your navigation nook here, in space, no one can go to bed. Space night, Sam. Space Space night, Sam. Space night, Sam. So does, like, Tetris get a little, like, McAfee warning (laughs) when, like... (laughs) They start approaching them with the. Yeah, yeah he's he's got that Kaspersky going off. <laughs> Pot against the machine is property of Network Against the Machine LLC, all rights reserved. Starfinder and Pathfinder are property of Paizo Publishing. See their website, paizo.com, for more information. Yes, I'm an alien. Yes, I'm an alien. Yes, I'm an alien. I come from outer space. Yes, I'm an alien. Yes, I'm an alien. Yes, I'm an alien. I came to rock this place. Thank you to MC Lars for our theme song for episode 100, Space Game. We encourage you to check him out at patreon.com slash mclars. Additional sound credits are available in the show notes. As always, if you like what you hear, we encourage you to leave us a review on your pod chaser of choice. So much fun. Oh, I forget what to roll now. Oh, no. Oh, dear. Hang on. Yeah, Senpai, what did I say? Oh, I said Aurora, didn't I? That was the... Cut that out. (laughs) That's the ship we got our ass kicked in and the other thing. Cut that out, too, because I just cursed.